It's that guy, baby! Welcome, welcome to the one, the only, the motherfucking potato episode. Kurtai, let's go, baby! Yes, welcome to the potato episode. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Some may say. Some might say, and they would be telling the truth, oh. because I just did, we just did the entire podcast. The entire pod. Uh, Bruno and I did our thing. Sacagawea, you'll find out why, came in and she did her thing. Um, <laughs> but I, when I... Uh, when I went into the Squadcast session, that's what we the the software we use. Um, I didn't hit the right microphone button, so I was talking into this really expensive, nice microphone the entire time, but it wasn't picking anything up. Instead, my MacBook was picking it up, and I said when I went back to listen to it that it sounds like I was talking into a potato. Mm. So, without any further ado, guys, this is the. Potato episode. Enjoy. You'll also hear me being smart towards the end because I was really nervous about coming on. You'll hear why. Because the stats really... You'll see. But anyways, I said to Kurt, I said, anything sound interesting? Sounds like it's coming out of your computer mic. And that's all the foreshadowing you guys need. And surprise. It was. So without any further ado, listen to this really, really awful, awful sound quality coming out of my microphone. But hey, Bruno sounds like a legend. So... Starch me up, baby. It's the potato episode. (laughs) Welcome. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 18 of season three. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy. Kurt, I'll give you a couple choices. Do we want high, high Brune, Bruner Nooner, uh, Bruno Brunes Noons, or the high Brune Noon? High Noon I like Brunes. I like Brunes Noons. Okay, Brunes Noons, Kurt. Uh, We are officially sponsored by High Noon. Kurt, I didn't ask you this, but we're going to give you an opportunity. I don't know if you can read these, but you can see the colors at least. Oh, I can read Um, them. I'm going to give you an opportunity to power rank in honor of our new sponsor, your favorite flavors. Wait, let me hold them up so you can see them all. One second. This is great podcasting, great podcasting. Kurt, we got Black Cherry. We got Grapefruit. We got Pineapple and we got Watermelon. High Noons. Shout out High Noons, our new sponsor. Kurt, power ranking one through four. And there's only one answer for number one. The rest are debatable. But number one, there's only one answer. See, okay. First off, High Noon is definitely my favorite. Favorite. mm, Top three beverage. Oh, yeah. Um, It's fantastic. It is refreshing. It is great in the summer. It is also great in the winter. Yep. Uh, one might say great year-round. Yes, sir. Bruno, um, you're not going to like my answers. Oh, no, Kurt. I don't know if I'm going to like your answers. Um, because there's a certain flavor in there that a lot of people like, and I can't stand. Um, okay, so now I don't even know if we're on the same page. I didn't. T- I didn't for anyone who's wondering, I did not tell Kurt at all I was going to do this, so I don't know what he's going to say. Well, I'm just going to power rank one through four Okay. and let you d- digress. <laughs> okay. 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 Number one, pineapple. Oh, my number two, fucking God, Kurt. Number two, black cherry. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, Kurt. <laughs> number three, lime. And, oh, no. I have watermelon. Grapefruit and watermelon. Watermelon. The last two. Watermelon's number three. And grapefruit is dead last. Kurt, fucking pineapple. For, I should have known you were going to go with the worst flavor of the four as your number one. Black cherry is the obvious answer for number one. It's so fucking good. I would drink just high noon. Six, eight, twelve, twenty-four, fifty-six, one hundred twelve pack of just black cherry. It's so fucking good. The other three, in my opinion, I have watermelon, grapefruit, pineapple. But like those are more up for debate. But Kurt, the fact that you chose pineapple one, are you a pineapple guy? Yeah, I love pineapple. Oh my fucking god, Kurt, you're fucking SpongeBob over here living in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. Bruno, I thought you were gonna say watermelon because everyone likes the watermelon. Really? It doesn't do much for me. Yeah. The watermelon is okay. I don't mind it, but the black cherry, I don't know why. Maybe it's because like. I feel like the first white claw I ever had was black cherry, and that was like kind of back in the day. So maybe that's why I'm like more partial to it. 
So I think White Claw Black Cherry is far and away the best flavor. But so maybe that's what, yeah, because I agree with that, too, on its own. Like so far maybe, and away, not even close. Raspberry right. second for White Claw. For right. Me. But I, if pineapple's in the mix, I'm happy. <laughs> well, Kurt, next time, that's good to know, because next time I'm coming over, I'll bring a pack and we'll trade our favorites. Because it's right. like, you like Black Cherry, it sounds like, but if you'd rather pineapple, I'd rather oh, not. Yeah. So. Bruno, all aboard the Pineapple Express. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, what an electric start here. <laughs> what an electric start. Bruno, um, before we get into some of the recaps today, and just so just so the people listening at home know, we're gonna do we're gonna breeze through yep. some some recaps today. Drew breeze. Talk a little bit yeah, we're gonna drew breeze through some. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about a handful of games, um, about the big games from this past weekend. Yes, sir. We're gonna touch on the Patriots uh, being terrible again, and then we're going to get into a little little playoff talk. Oh, we're talking playoffs? playoffs. Oh, that's good. Well <laughs> that done. Well timed. Nice. <laughs> but Bruno, the regular season has come to a close. Yes, sir. And uh, Black Monday, as the uh, as the kids like to call it, yep. uh, infamous Black Monday has come and gone, and so have numerous NFL coaches. Bruno. Oh, yes. Uh, here's a list of guys who were canned. Okay, you yeah, ready? I'm ready. Okay, numero uno, Vic Fangio, See fired you. by the Broncos. Hasta la vista. Matt Nagy, goodbye. About Don't let the door hitch on the way out. Yep. Bears <laughs> parted ways with him. Mike Zimmer was sent packing. Sir, you're the most irrelevant person on planet Earth, I believe. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Joe Judge. Yeesh. Oh, oh Joe Judge, Bruno. <laughs> he got his final judgment, and let's yep. just say you fired. You okay, fired. He's, he's gone. Yep. And then inex- inexcusably. Inexcusably, Brian Flores was fired by the Dolphins after back-to-back winning seasons. Can someone make it make sense? Well, Kurt, unfortunately, I can't make it make sense, right? Because for all the first four you said, Vic Fangio, Matt Nagy, Mike Zimmer, Joe Judge, understandable for all of them, right? Whether it was they had been there for a while and it wasn't working, they had been underperforming, whatever you want to call it, especially the Joe Judge one, right? Brian Flores... Like, yes, you have to look at the Dolphins season on a whole, right? So you can't discount that they lost seven in a row. But if you look at his seasons there, when he came there and they had that, like, winning streak right when he got there, even though they were terrible, or figuring it out at the end of the season and going on that win streak, the fact that I feel like all the players really liked him, the fact that there was a bunch of other drama going on, and, like, it's not like he had, like, the most talented roster in the entire league, right? It is crazy, Kurt. And the fact that they just beat, like, they just beat us. Well, here's the thing. He's owned Bill Belichick. He's 3-1 and yeah. one against Bill Belichick. Also, you're going to keep the GM that took Tua Tungavailoa <laughs> over Justin Herbert? Yeah. No. Bruh. Shame on you. Shame Bruh. on you, Bruno. Is there anyone you're surprised did not get fired? Is there anyone I'm surprised who did not get fired? Like David Culley down in Houston, Pete Carroll in Seattle, Matt Rule in Carolina. Any of those guys that are like, huh, you know, I thought maybe they could be gone. So Coley doesn't surprise me because the Texans, like, they were actually okay with him and, like, they have a lot going on, I would say. Pete Carroll is an interesting one because, I don't know, because, like, they typically have been good. They've just been fading recently. Matt Rule, I guess, would be the most surprising one, but maybe they're just trying to say, like, because their quarterback situation was literally the biggest joke of the league that they're, like, get him an actual quarterback. So, right, I don't but know. I think that was him. He's been there for two years and he signed Darnold and he signed Cam Newton. That's true. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong about that. So. I think Darnold and Carroll, I thought Carroll was gone. I thought his time had come and gone in Seattle, but apparent, apparently not. Apparently not. We'll see if Russell Wilson's time is coming oh, to an end. That, that, that'll be the talk of the offseason. Absolutely. Bruno, can you cue us in, my good friend? Three, two, motherfucking one, bang. Bing bong, there is no bang. Uh, there's no bang because there can be no music played because our volume is so low because I am an idiot and I recorded on that potato. So no, no ESPN music. 
Sorry, gang. You're just going to listen to us blab for a little bit. So here you go. Okie dokie. Uh, the music <laughs> was really loud last week for some reason. I don't know what my yeah. editing must have been a little off. Um, Depends what – was it goofing hours when you were doing it? I don't it know. It was late. Yeah, it was late. <laughs> so. It was late. Uh, I don't, or maybe our mic volume, I can control that too. I think that might have been too low. Yeah, yeah. Music, yeah, yeah. I'll go with, let's go with that. So, um, Bruno, we're going to do some quick recaps today. Quick. Okay? Quick. Let's just rattle some of these off that didn't really matter. Let's okay? do it. Let's start for the second time in a couple weeks, Bruno. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys recorded a 50-burger as they knocked off the Eagles 51-26. to Both of these teams already guaranteed a spot. We know this. Uh, they're in the postseason, so there was really not much at stake at all in this game, but still 50 points for the Cowboys. Yeah, anytime you see 50 as a score, it's kind of crazy. Like we're, we're both generally college football guys, so we're used to seeing it there, but the NFL, yep. maybe the Cowboys are bringing it back. So good Correct. for them. Agreed, though. They're both already in the playoffs. Uh, Browns were able to beat the Bengals 21-16. to Joe Burrow didn't play. I think there were some other starters down for the Bengals. So, again, as far as the games go, it doesn't really matter. The Browns got their win. Baker's having surgery. We'll see if he's the quarterback in Cincinnati or uh, in Cleveland moving forward. Bengals, meanwhile, on to the playoffs. Yes. Uh, my take in this game was a lot of people were like, hmm, the Bengals want the Patriots. Because if the Patriots have beaten Miami, right. that's where the Patriots would be going this weekend. So. Right. Maybe they just have no fear in the Patriots. Maybe they were just prioritizing their health. Who yeah. knows? We will, we will never know. Right. Uh, Bruno, the Lions upset the Packers 37-30 in Detroit. Um, the Packers rested almost their entire all – their, all their dudes in the right. second half especially. Right. Uh, they had already locked up the NFC's number one seed. The Lions, they won the game, Bruno. But at what cost? At because what cost? <laughs> they lost themselves the number one pick right. in the NFL draft next season. So right. uh, another win for Dan Campbell and the Lions. We've talked about this at nauseum. Right. They've they've been in, they've been in games all season. Oh, so yeah. uh, they're getting another very high pick, but not number one. Yeah, and so we'll see. I mean, it depends because theoretically, if the Lions want a quarterback, the Jaguars already have one. So if yep. the Jags are keeping their pick. Then that might not be the end of the world for the Lions, but it depends. I don't. We haven't looked into the draft yet, so we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, speaking of crossing the bridge, in a battle of two teams that their coaches crossed the bridge to Terabithia and got fired, uh, the Bears <laughs> lost to the Vikings, thirty-one to seventeen. Again, this game it was just classic. Kirk Cousins throws for two fifty and three touchdowns. Classic Kirk Cousins to do that when it doesn't matter, right? When you need him, he's not always there. When you don't, he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna ball out. So. A couple things I'll note, you know, Justin Jefferson, amazing season yet again. I will say Darnell Mooney on the Bears with some shitty quarterbacks all year, kind of falling out. So that'll be something to keep an eye on for the Bears moving forward. But, you know, both these teams are going to look very different with new coaches and personnel as we move forward. Yeah, speaking of a team that's going to look very different, a a whole team's getting a new new ass name pretty soon. The Washington football team, they went into a nearly empty, I don't know if you saw pictures, a nearly empty (laughs) MetLife Stadium and beat the spineless cowardly <laughs> disgrace Damn. of a team in new york um uh, the giants obviously i'm talking about yeah, yeah. 20 se- uh, 22 to 7 bruno joe judge if he will not be remembered for anything else the infamous quarterback sneak on third and nine yikes, in your bro. own territory yikes sir why i just want to i just want to know why why i did that i don't i don't know if i saw this character someone ask him like was he no. asked that Cowardly reporters, too. No yeah. one asked. What the fuck, reporters? Figure it out. Um, but, yeah, it did, that wasn't great, Kurt. Not a great look. And then, you know, he went from basically two months ago, them being like he's keeping his job, to like he earned his way out of a job. So Goodbye. not the best thing. Not the best thing I've ever seen. Um, Kurt, AFC South action. We had the Titans beating the Texans 28-25. to Kind of a close game. And it was really important, right? Because due to the Chiefs winning, 
which happened, I think that was Saturday, right? And this game was Sunday. The Titans knew that they needed to win to get the number one seed. And Kurt, they did it. Uh, again, who really cares about the game? I will say for the Texans, Kurt, uh, Davis Mills and Danny Amendola kind of balling out. Danny Amendola kind of falling out for the Texans. I mean, it doesn't. The Texans obviously aren't going to the playoffs, right. but, but playoff Danny showed up at the end of the it's season. True. I mean, the it's guy true. looked like it was a reincarnation of 2017 out there oh, yeah. in that Jacksonville game. The guy was, uh, Danny was all over the field. Also, it should not be, let's not discredit here. Davis Mills had a really, really, really good end to this season. So oh, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps the Texans aren't as in much of quarterback purgatory as we thought they might be. Right. Um, again, shout out former Patriots. Sexy Rexy did his thing again. I don't know the stats, but of course he was all over the place. He, I think he had like seven touchdowns today. So pretty good for Sexy oh, Rexy. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Great. Yep. So the Texans are in a good spot. They need to figure out what's happening with Sean Watson, but we will see what, how that saga ends up going. Yeah. Obviously, Derrick Henry will return for the number one seed Titans. And right. look out because that could be a wagon come look playoff out. time. Uh, Bruno, despite Taysom's Hill, Taysom Hills. Oh, Taysom's Hill. Uh, if he Taysom's wins the Super Bowl, Hill. they'd need to make a hill called Taysom's Hill. <laughs> You're right. We'll, we'll build one. We'll build one. Um, he he got injured in this game. A, a Liz Frank injury. That's right. the same injury that Cam Newton had that kind of derailed Cam Newton's career. Jeez. Obviously, not hoping that, not wishing that on Taysom Hill. Right. Just saying it's 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 a bad injury. Lengthy lengthy recovery time. Uh, there's no timetable for that for him. However. However, his Saints went on to beat the lowly, lowly, lowly NFC South foe Atlanta, 30-20. to um, Literally nothing to take away from this game, How, except that because the Saints won, if the 49ers lost their game, Saints would be in. Mm. But they did. They, spoilers, did. Kurt. We yeah, haven't well, got there yet. Well, it didn't happen. <laughs> you're right. It didn't happen, Kurt. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Kurt, speaking of other things that didn't happen, remember that time we were like, oh, yeah, the Patriots can win the AFC East. The two things that needed to happen both didn't happen for the Patriots as the Buffalo Bills Weird. beat the Jets 27 to 10. Uh, again, you see 20 to 7, 27 to 10, and you think blowout. It's actually like 13 to 10 in the fourth quarter. The Bills have been like kind of up and down, especially when they've been playing bad teams recently. I still think they're going to get up for the playoffs. Obviously, we're going to get to our Patriots-Bills preview. I'm not saying I think the Bills are going to win or anything. I'm just saying I think the Bills will get their shit together when it matters. But, again, this game kind of meaningless. The Jets, I, I mean, I know it's Salah's – it's only his first year, right? This is only his yeah. first year as coach. Yep. I don't think you fire him after one year, but, no. like, 4-13, and 13, they were a shit show. A lot of that was maybe Zach Wilson being very young and making a lot of young quarterback mistakes. But they have some work to do this offseason if they want next year to go any better than this year. Um, I will say Zach Wilson did play a lot better as the season went on. True. So good, good for him, I guess. And yeah, Robert Sala or whatever, however yeah. you say his last name. Um, yeah, he'll he'll get a, he'll get at least another year. Yeah. Um, Bruno, speaking of uh, of coaches who we weren't sure they were, they were going to get another year, mm-hmm. that that boy Matt Rule, that boy, that boy, uh, him and the Panthers went down to visit the Bucks and they got a good old fashioned ass whooping from mm-hmm. Tom Brady, the man who should be. The forty-four-year-old MVP of the Ooh. league. We will see if it, we will see if that comes okay. to fruition. But that is what it should be. Uh, the Bucks put a beat down on them, forty-one seventeen. Bruno, do you think we've seen the last? I mean, he didn't really play in this game, but do you think we've seen the last of Cam Newton? Yeah, ever. Yes. I mean, Kurt, if you like, not only did was it kind of surprising he even got another chance after the Patriots, but to go back to his own team, where like uh, there was already the other intangibles of the fans loving him 
homecoming marketing stuff right no expectations because they were kind of bad by that point right if he couldn't even do anything there then it's like where is he going to do anything right i, I do it. think matt rule did him dirty um i think he should have been playing over sam darnold right but i don't matt rule has a job kurt field doesn't so matt rule makes that decision yeah um, i guess so um so i don't know i obviously i enjoyed cam's time in new england from a perspective that he's like a fun loving guy and a great teammate and all that stuff but if you look at his body of work now, the t- season before he got to New England in Carolina, his season in New England, mm-hmm. and now this second season in Carolina, or the season after the Patriots right. in Carolina, those three years, I mean, it's a what have you done for me lately league, and yeah. what have you done for me lately is not good. So um, <laughs> I think this was the end of Cam Newton's journey. Yep. Uh, a little poetic that it does end in the Carolina uniform, but um, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be kind of weird not having Cam Newton around at all. Yeah, supposedly for a hot second, the successor to Tom Brady ends his career getting shit-pumped by Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's romantic. <laughs> romantic. Hey, the definition of romance right there. All right. All yes, right. That'll, that'll do it for the quick ones, right? That's yeah, that'll do it for the quick ones. We'll get into some of these, like, more, you know, maybe some games with more to talk about. Again, nothing too, too crazy considering, again, the playoffs are set. But, you know, there are some words to be had, Kurt. So first game where there are some words to be had. We mentioned it already. Chiefs Broncos. This was Saturday, I believe, of last week. Uh, my birthday. Shut up, my birthday. Um, Chiefs twenty-eight, Broncos twenty-four. Kurt, this was a hard-fought game, and mm. the goddamn Broncos, Kurt, they almost fucking had it. So coming into this game, the Chiefs. We already kind of said it, right? But the Chiefs needed to win this game and the Titans to lose to get the number one seed, which is obviously very important. There's only one team that gets a bye in home field throughout the playoffs, right? So this was a really important game, and Kurt. For a long time in this game, it almost kind of felt like the Broncos were going to play spoilers, if we're being completely honest here, right? Because going into the fourth quarter, the Broncos were up 21-17. to 17. It was kind of like back and forth. Yes, it was in Denver, right? You don't need to tell Patriots fans about how annoying it is to play in Denver. Yes, Tyreek Hill was playing hurt. I don't even actually even know if he played at all. If he did, it was only a little bit. He needs to figure out, like what the deal is, you know, heading into playoffs, right? So there were a couple things going against the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, if we're talking about a team that's supposedly the best team in the AFC, which even though the Titans are one, a lot of people are saying the Chiefs are the best team, mm-hmm. you shouldn't really be having this much trouble against a Broncos team. I know it's a division rival, but even still, it's Drew Locke and the Broncos, right? So basically, you know, they kind of scraped and clawed the whole game. Kurt, at the uh, In the fourth quarter, the game kind of turned on a – the Chiefs forced a fumble and recovered and returned to 86 yards for a touchdown. They went from being down 21-20 to being up 28-21, and that kind of was the game there, right? So I think what you can take away from this game, and I'm interested in what you think too, obviously the takeaway is that the Chiefs need to be healthy, right, in the playoffs to be the best version of themselves. But, like, does this concern you at all? Are you not concerned? What do you think about the Chiefs' you know, playoff chances after kind of seeing them ha- defense have a good stretch, but then maybe not the best end to the season? Yeah, um, they the, the Chiefs really from weeks like ten to like sixteen. I was like, wow, they could right. be, they could win the Super Bowl again. Right. Mm, they kind of limped to the finish line. Right. Absolutely nothing impressed me about this game for the Chiefs. Uh, it's a game Denver should have won. That fumble was incredibly costly because uh, Denver would have gone up even more. They were up one, right? They are twenty-one twenty, so they yeah. could have been up. Yeah, driving right deep into Chiefs territory. Right. Uh, they made Drew Locke look. Drew Locke looked like 2010 Cam Newton. Um, Drew Locke was running all over them. I was like, what, what is going on? <laughs> What's happening? Um, yeah, what is happening? So, uh, obviously, I know divisional game, but at some point, you're the goddamn Chiefs. Like, Figure it out. Put, put them away, yep. and they couldn't do it. So, yep. 
Um, if the Chiefs had gotten the one seed, I'm like, okay, they have to win one game to go to the AFC Championship game. I buy it. Yeah. Now, they play Pittsburgh in week one, but, like, I mean, in the first round of the playoffs. Right. But, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't even know if the Chiefs make – I don't know if the Chiefs make the AFC Championship game. Like, let's just put that out there. I, I don't know. Like, I think they've kind of – they kind of got exposed a little bit the last couple weeks here. So, we will see. The Chargers should have beaten them. The Broncos should have beaten them. And uh, the list goes on and on, my friend. On and on, Kurt. I like where your head's at because sign me up for that. Sign me up for the Chiefs losing. Anytime I can sign up for that, Kurt, I will. That's a promise. That is a promise. <laughs> Bruno, another team I absolutely <laughs> love to see lose. I love it. Bruno, if you are the Colts, a Colts fan, if you're living in Indianapolis or the entire state of Indiana, for that matter, shame on you. Shame, shame on you. Shame, shame on your whole family. <laughs> Except for Milan. Yeah. Uh, Bruno, the Colts, all this dump of our franchise had to do was beat the goddamn Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars to get to the playoffs. Bruno, could they do that? They simply could not. They simply couldn't get the job done. Not only could they not beat the Jaguars, they got steamrolled by the Jaguars. 26-11 to 11 was the final score. They missed the playoffs in the process. Bruno. The Colts end their season with back-to-back losses and continue the most improbable streak of quite literally all time. They have not won a game in Jacksonville since the 2015 season. Bruno, it, it makes I had no just sense. graduated high school. <laughs> it just occurred. It's just one of those things that literally makes no sense. Like that is crazy. That's a banana land stat, like you like like you like you read about. Like you read about. Bruno, let's talk about Carson Wentz for a second. He threw for under two hundred yards, had two turnovers, and was sacked six times. While on the flippity flop, flip flop, our boy, the number one pick of the twenty twenty one draft, Trevor Lawrence, had his first game, multi touchdown passes of uh, the season, and he guarded he guided the Jags to win. Bruno, mm-hmm. because the Colts got down early in this game, they weren't able to run the ball as effectively as they would have liked. Yep. Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, the if, well, Derek Hammer's out, but the the yards lead, the rushing leader yep. this season, um, he didn't even come close to 100 yards, and uh, he's he's their player. So right. you don't want Carson Wentz having to throw the ball much. You want to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. When you get down double digits, yep. you cannot do that anymore. Yep. Bruno, here is one of the most wild things I've seen I'm in ready. quite some time. I'm ready. Bruno, when we talk about QBR, 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 QB rating. QBR, QB rating, quarterback rating. 100 is a perfect rating. Oh. 50 is an average. This is not This is not passer rating. Not oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, because no, no. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, okay, no, no, got no, it, no, got no. It, different. Okay. Pass, no, no, no. Different. <laughs> okay. QBR, QBR. Okay, QBR. Out of a scale of 100. Okay. 100, perfect. Can't yeah. get any better. Okay, I can, that's like some test shit. I can do that. makes yes. sense to my brain. This got makes it. sense. 158.3. That is confusing. <laughs> um. 50 is average. Average meaning like you don't throw a touchdown, you don't throw a pick, oh. you just go out and you do your job. Okay. 50 is like, you know what? You were you were fine. Okay. Carson Wentz's QBR in Wait, this game? Oh, in the game or the season? In the game. In the game, okay. 4.4. Oh my fucking god. That is so bad. Drag that is him. So bad. Drag him. Oh my god, Kurt. That's oh. so fucking bad. Oh, I love when the Colts lose. And did they oh. trade like first round picks for him? Yes, yes, multiple, Yikes. and like a, and like a third round pick. And I'm like, you, the Eagles made the playoffs. You Yikes. didn't, and you gave them your picks. So, Yikes. 
Not great if you're a Colts fan. Very nice if you're a fan of the Patriots. Oh, 100%. 100%, Kurt. So we get to laugh at them. Uh, and you know what? We will be we will be laughing no matter what happens this week because at least we made the playoffs and the Colts did not. Facts. Um, speaking of making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, Kurt, we had a spicy AFC North matchup this week. Steelers-Ravens. Again, we talked about how in years past that might be a battle for the one seed or for the division. It was neither of those things as the Bengals won the division, right? But both these teams coming into the day had an outside chance of making the playoffs. And this game, you know, it wasn't as hype as maybe some of the later games, but it was certainly close. It was kind of sloppy. You know, when, when we're talking about Tyler Huntley and Big Ben, you're, they weren't exactly lighting it up. Uh, you know, the, I guess the coolest thing that happened in this game, TJ Watt, he tied the single season sacks record, which like, again, is pretty crazy when you think about, it. I think 22 and a half is what it was. And he also, Kurt, he missed games because of injury. So I think if he had played a full season, which again, is a game extra than when the sacks record was set. So you have to say that, but if he had played the full season, he probably would have broken the record. So that was pretty cool. Basically in this game, Kurt, it was both teams hit field goals at the end of regulation, like the last couple of minutes that led it to be tied heading into overtime. And then Chris Boswell nailed the game winning field goal in overtime for the Steelers. Again, I don't like big Ben. I don't like the Steelers. I also don't like the Ravens objectively though. It is kind of pretty cool to say like he got one last road win over the Ravens. Like, you know, people talk about all the time. Does it feel better winning at home or on the road? There's just something certain I bet about like a team. He probably fucking hates. And he can say, I won my last game in Baltimore to officially eliminate them from the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Uh, though again, you know, the reward for the Steelers, which we'll get to later as to how they made the playoffs, but they got to the playoffs. Their reward is a date with the Chiefs. So not great. That's going to be uh, quite the, quite yeah, the game. Yeah, your season's <laughs> over. Yeah, <but laughs> Quite yeah. the game. I would say the only other thing, Kurt, before I'll send it to you for your thoughts, for the Ravens, I, honestly, like, they did it kind of the best they could this year considering Lamar was hurt. And I'm pretty sure the whole Ravens defense was just destroyed by injuries. So, like, yeah, their cornerbacks, their yeah. entire running back stable was uh, right. hurt. They, they dealt with a lot. Right. So they honestly, they just need to get healthy. I don't think you can, you know, the fact that they were even in the playoffs until the last week with all that going on, it's kind of impressive as much as I don't like to say. But, Kurt, I mean, you know, any thoughts about Steelers Ravens or you just, you know, it's no, it was it was a pretty cool bookend for Ben Roethlisberger. His first game ever was in Baltimore. His last game ever. Well, not really. It should have been, but right. it was in Baltimore. Right. Um, so pretty cool for him. I don't like Big Ben, though. So I. I right. Yeah, I don't care. Like, uh, um, but yeah, the Ravens need to get healthy this offseason because that team was the number one seed in the AFC for a long time. Uh, and then the, in, the injuries just became insurmountable. When it got down to Lamar Jackson being hurt, that was it. That was the heart, heartbeat of their team, obviously. Right. He was no longer. Uh, he also decimated my fantasy season. Thank you very much. Sad. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. This game was terrible, mm-hmm. ugly, sloppy, and a waste of time to watch. So <laughs> wow. that, that's my like feelings on that game. <laughs> Bruno. Yep. Can I – did someone say Wolfpack? Uh, I think I heard someone say Wolfpack, Kurt. Uh, someone, someone in the background was yelling Wolfpack. <laughs> so I, I, heard, I heard someone in the back yelling it. Bruno, Wolfpack. I'm talking the, the old Patriots quarterback room. The, the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Tom Brady, Jimmy G. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. The Wolfpack, man. Well – one of those members of that wolf pack, man, they channeled they channeled the leader of the wolf packs. Yes. Jimmy G channeled his inner Tom Brady this week, yep. Bruno. He led the 49ers back from a 17-0 deficit all the way mm-hmm. to beat the goddamn Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. 27-24 <laughs> in overtime, Bruno. The 49ers couldn't get much done in the first half at all. You saw that by the 17-0 score. Yeah. 
Uh, they were down 17-3 at the half, so not much better. However, Jimmy G said, a lot of people count me out. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Not, not today, my friend. He captained the 49ers to some furious touchdown drives. Capped off with a as <laughs> Jeff's kiss, Bruno. <laughs> touchdown drive, 26 seconds left. Debo Samuel, uh, the guy that was drafted after Nikhil Harry. Ugh, God damn it, don't say that. He's a wide receiver, Bruno. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he but, is, but, he, but, but you know what he did this game? What did he do, Kurt? You know what he did? He had a running and a throwing touchdown. He's a wide receiver. <laughs> He's a wide receiver, people. <laughs> he don't care. He's a, a triple threat. He can do it all. He is triple Bruno, threat. Bruno, the 49ers went 7-2 and two in their last nine games. But Uncle Mo, that momentum, they're riding Uncle it right Mo. now. Bruno. Uncle Mo. Uh, Bruno, the Rams, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> Uncle Mo ain't doing them no favors. It's Auntie Joe. Oh. Uncle Mo. Oh, I don't know damn. what Auntie Joe is, but I like the wrong it. way. I like yep. it. Uh, so they won. Wait. Yes. They won the NFC West because the Cardinals lost, uh, but they, they're kind of limping in the playoffs. And right. Bruno, we've, we've talked about this tale of, tale of uh, the last month or so here yep. with Matt Stafford. Yeah. The Rams are a team where they've tried to buy a Super Bowl. Yeah. They bring in. Uh, Matt Stafford. They bring in um, what Von Miller. Right. They start bringing in guys like that, high OBJ. money guys. OBJ. Yeah, they're trying to buy a Super Bowl. It looked great for a while, and then all of a sudden it didn't look so great. I know Cam Akers is back, which is big for them. He made his return from his torn Achilles, banana land that he was able to do that. Right. But Bruno, uh, you either get a really good Matt Stafford or a really bad Matt Stafford, and if this Rams want to go anywhere. Yeah. In the playoffs, they're gonna need a, they're gonna need Matt Stafford to do his job. One man who has done his job all season that needs to get his kudos. Oh yeah, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Bruno. The triple he won the triple crown. He did. And in, in NFL receiving, he led the league in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. That is a triple crown. That's crazy for one receiver that shouldn't to do happen. that. That shouldn't happen. Should not happen. But shout out to him. But I, I don't know the Rams. I don't know if you're feeling fantastic heading into the postseason. I will say, Kurt. So absolutely right. Um, I will say, like, at least they have the potential to boom. But, like, you know, as people, you know, fantasy football sometimes mirrors this where you have those players who are boom and bust. And it's like when it goes great, it's awesome and you love it. And, you know, the other weeks when they don't do anything, you're like, well, this sucks, right? At least the Rams have the potential. But, like, again, when we're talking about not having a buy, so they have to win four games to win a Super Bowl, like, can you count on it going perfectly for them four games in a row against increasingly harder uh, competition? Probably not, right? So, Good for them. They won the division. Again, uh, we had talked before the year about how competitive the division was, and it did. It was pretty competitive right outside of maybe the Seahawks. But, um, you know, good for them. We'll see kind of what the playoffs have in store. Kurt, speaking of the Seahawks and the division, this next game we had a little Seattle-Arizona action. Cardinals had a lot to play for because they could have still won the NFC West if they had literally just won their game because the Rams lost, right? However, however, the Cardinals simply did not win their game. They lost 38-30 to to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Again, Cardinals, we've talked about it like endlessly. They started the year 7-0, and and then they went 4-6 and in their last 10 games. Not really that great. Again, as far as actual game, it kind of mirrored their season, right? They started this game returning a fumble for a touchdown 12 seconds into the game. Started hot. From there, they just kind of let the Seahawks just fucking ball out, right? Russell Wilson threw three touchdowns. Rashad Penny had 190 and he scored like a 60-yard touchdown with four minutes left. That kind of sealed the deal, right? So, again, he bent kinda, him over. He bent him over. Bent him over, right? It, it kind of mirrored the season. Hot start, 
slow ending, you know, ended up losing, right? So I will say for the Cardinals, um, they are playing the Rams in the first round. We're going to get to our playoff stuff later, but, like, at least they are playing the Rams. I feel like of all the teams they could have possibly played in the first round from, you know, when they were potentially going to be the one seed all the way down to where they are, I, honestly, the Rams is probably the best match of them, maybe outside of the Cowboys because they did just beat the Cowboys. Yep. But um, they're playing the Rams, who are kind of the same as them, where they're hot and cold. But, Kurt, uh, if the Cardinals want to do anything to get rid of this, like, label we've attached them that's like hot starts but then do nothing and lose at the end of the seasons they're gonna have to win this game against the rams yeah they're gonna have to and then we will tbd eyes emojis eye emojis tbd on that one bruno we've come to the uh to the tip of mount everest tippity top i'm a climber we're explorers Um, what's into the thick of it but what's the we're Jumping. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. Are we losing Clark? Thing. Let's just pretend we're losing Clark. I am Sacagawea from oh. this point forward. Stats guy. Oh, no, Stats guy should be Sacagawea. Oh, yeah, we are losing Clark. <laughs> You're Benjamin Lewis. I am Lewis. You'll I'm Kurt Clark. Clark from You're now Clark Kent, Superman. Oh, you yeah, have that people forget. Over you. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget, tell Stats guy okay. that they're Sacagawea. <laughs> okay. With an, and that's all we're saying. <laughs> okay. No, okay. nothing else. Okay. Done. All right, well, okay. So, Sacagawea is taking us to this final game, okay? Bruno, the Sunday night football game this week featured a game between the Chargers and the Raiders. Yes, sir. In a game where uh, it was a playoff game. Right. The playoffs hadn't started yet, but they started. Because this game, whoever won this game was going to the playoffs. Right. But. Or. Or, people are saying. Mm. uh, (laughs) The Chargers and Raiders, they they entered the game knowing because those frauds. (laughs) The Indianapolis Colts, because they lost, if both if the teams had just tied the game, they were both going to the playoffs. Yes, sir. Uh, so you had people on Twitter just begging and pleading, just take 15 knees each. Just, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it. Um, they didn't just do that. They simply did not. But I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Because it gave us the... The game of the year, oh, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Bruno, it had some twists. It had some turns. Oh, yeah. The Raiders, they jumped out to a 10-0 lead. Seemed to be in control heading into the later stages of the game. Right. Fun fact. They were not. <laughs> uh, they did go up 29-14 with 8-23 left in the fourth quarter, and most people assumed it was over. I, I, I thought it was over. Yeah. I was wrong. 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 Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert and the Chargers scored twice in the last 8-23 Featuring so many fourth down conversions, I lost track lost of them. Lost track. It was crazy. Uh, um, Brandon Staley likes going up for it on fourth down. <laughs> he didn't have any choice he at some to. point in this game. Um, I will say this. That dumbass motherfucker, I, I said what I said. Okay. Went for a fourth and one on his own 18-yard <laughs> line and got stuffed. Bruno. Some you should have been fired immediately after the game for that one decision alone. Anyway, 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 Chargers did convert a bunch of fourth downs later in the game when they actually right. had to, right. uh, and their second touchdown was scored with literally zero seconds like, left on the clock. It was cr- it was crazy. Like literally the last play they had to, it was like fourth and goal. It was Bruno, crazy. here's something crazy that's we didn't write this in the little in the little thing. Right, Justin Herbert on the final drive that they scored with zero seconds left threw 19 passes. And only completed six of them, and five of them were on fourth down. Just, just going over three of the first three downs and getting the fourth. 
Dude, every time it was like fourth and ten, fourth and fifteen. I'm like, there's no way. There's but no somehow way. there was a way. Was when there's crazy. a will, there's a way. Sacagawea led the way. Oh uh, Bruno. So the Raiders <laughs> kick a field goal in the first overtime. Chargers and like, hey, we can do that too. Yep. They kick a field goal. Now remember, a tie sends both these teams to the postseason, oh, Bruno. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It just there was excitement that was building around the Twitter sphere, <laughs> yeah. around my bedroom, around my pants. I was like, I was getting very excited. I was like, this is going to happen. There's oh going to be God. a tie. Bruno, the Raiders are driving with less than a minute left. They get to a third down with the clock running. Tick, 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 tick. tick, tick. tick. Uh, Bruno, for some reason, Brandon Staley, that dumbass motherfucker, mm. like I just so politely called him, he called a timeout. And uh, when... The Raiders came back from that timeout. They ran a play, converted the third down, gained 10 yards, and got in field goal range. They then kicked a field goal, and they won the game. Won the goddamn game. And they go into the playoffs. Yep. And the Chargers go home. Yep. Bruno, that timeout has been talked about at nauseum yes. all week. And I don't know what I believe, what you might believe, but Derek Carr came out and said, Oh, yeah. The timeout changed what the Raiders were going to do. It People on Twitter, I think people were saying it's happening, it's really happening, was all over Twitter yeah. because the Raiders were content with tying and going into the playoffs, both those teams. Brandon Saylor's like, I'm so smart, I'm calling a timeout. Well, he called a timeout, and you lost, and you went home. So the Raiders changed their mind about what they were going to do after you call a timeout. They run a play, they get 10 yards, they kick a field goal. You're an idiot. Thoughts? Yeah, Kurt, I mean, <clears throat> here is my perspective, right? And I think you and I are similar on this one. As the Raiders were driving on that final drive, they were not necessarily rushing to the line, being efficient about using the timeouts that no. they had. No, they no. were just kind of running the ball and letting the clock turn out. So, Kurt, uh, when that after that second down play, right, there was less than a minute left, and we all know that there's 40-second play clocks, right? So if the yep. Raiders had simply just snapped the ball after 40 seconds, like no timeout there, they snapped the ball after 40 seconds, even if they don't get it and it's fourth down, they can just let it, you know, then it's over, right? And it seemed, we don't know, we won't know for sure. It might be a what if, right? But it seemed like the Raiders were probably just going to go up to that line, do another running play, and snap it under 40 seconds, and then just let it end, right? They had given us no indication that they were rushing, trying to even get a field goal, going crazy. Kurt, after that timeout, they got their shit together. They called a good-ass play. They converted the third down. And then all of a sudden, they have their timeouts left, and they're like, oh, shit, I guess we're in field goal range. And then they just kicked the field goal. So, like... I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like, I guess what the Sadie was saying is, like, he wanted to set his defense and try to stop them. But, like... Yeah, but you know what he did? He gave them a reset. Yeah, he gave them a reset. But to set his defense, like people are saying... Yeah. The, he took a linebacker off the field and put in their smallest safety. Yikes. Then the Raiders ran the ball right at that small little safety <laughs> yeah. and got 10 yards. Yikes. So, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. So... Well... Bruno, that game did finalize the playoffs, and uh, we will get there in a minute. But we what we do have to we do have to do the thing now. We have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you do the CBS thing? Thanks. <sighs> Sad CBS Q in three, two, one. See, the CBS music is so loud, it's like, it's how can it be sad? But, uh, <laughs> but it is I'll, sad. <laughs> but now we'll just be sad. Yeah. 
Uh, Bruno? Yikes. I feel like the Colts when they go to Jacksonville because we can't we can't win in Miami, dude. Yeah. We cannot win in Miami. Patriots 24, Dolphins 33. It really was 27. They scored yeah, it really was. Yeah. Right at the end. Uh, but Bruno, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you start this. Okay. Because I, w- I want your initial... I want your initial takeaway on the game, but then we'll get big picture. Give me your initial takeaway on the game. My initial takeaway from the game, Kurt, is that we are simply, and we have not been all season, good enough to consistently, every single fucking game, to have terrible starts and to go down early and to be able to come back consistently and even try to be competitive in games, right? We have talked about how the Patriots play best when we are free to run the ball as much as we want, when Mac Jones isn't being forced to throw it, or like when our play calls aren't being pushed in a certain direction. Kurt, what did we do in this must win? Maybe I guess it wasn't must win because we still made the playoffs, but like in a, we almost had to win this game against the Dolphins. We came out and we went down 14 to nothing in the first quarter. What the fuck, Kurt? Have we le- not learned anything all season? I don't know what it is. I don't know, like, again, I, I don't know how to pinpoint exactly why it keeps happening every game. But, Kurt, at this point, it feels like we've let up the first score. And I would be interested to know who has scored first in every single game for us this season. I would be willing to bet that the other team has scored first in the majority of the games. We just can't keep doing this and expect to be able to come back. So that's you hit the nail on the head. This team just starts so pathetically slow. But yeah. I think it's on defense because, believe it or not, this is a stat you're not going to believe. Okay, I'm ready. The Patriots are on offense the second highest scoring team on their first drive behind the Chiefs. So the Patriots offense does decently well based on that stat. But it doesn't matter because they're down in every game because the defense just lets the the opposing offense do quite literally whatever they want. They literally soldier body and let it happen. Um, Tua Dungawailoa, I felt like a genius. Bruno, I felt like a genius <laughs> after watching that first drive because it was everything I talked about in the yeah. pick six that happened. Every single thing. He hit those little dinky slants. It was a quick game. It was the RPO. It was all that BS. Dude, Tua only threw for 109 yards the entire Fucking game. pathetic, Kurt. Like 70 of them were on that first drive. Yeah. So for three quarters, he's going to throw for 30 yards. What are we doing? <laughs> we lose? <laughs> but the thing is, Mac Jones, on the Patriots' first drive, throws a pick six. Yeah. Didn't read cover two, corner sat, threw to the flat, terrible decision, terrible right. throw, pick six. You're down 14 nothing right. in the blink of an eye. Now, again, it just depends if you want to look half glass full, half half, glass half empty. They came back again. But at what point do we just be like, I don't think they're as good of a team as I think they, we thought during that seven-game win streak. Yeah. It was kind of fluky, Bruno. And the... In their last four games, the Patriots are one and three. They beat the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. fifty to ten. Great. We think, okay, maybe the offense get back on track. No, didn't happen. Did Bruno. In the losses, to Indianapolis, yep, to Buffalo, and to Miami. Two of those teams didn't make the playoffs. Even we have started by a combined score of down fifty-seven to seven. Yeah, that in those three games, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna cut it, Bruno. Kurt, and you said it yourself best. Yes, the Bills made the playoffs. If we can't even, if we're going down against non-playoff teams and we can't even come back to beat those non-playoff teams, what do we think is going to happen when we go down against any playoff team? Especially we're going to play the team that we just went down to and lost to. The same I one. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not good. It's not good at all. Simply and not it's, good. 
I think the offense is what the offense is at this point. It's not going to get any more dynamic. It's not like they're a team that wants to run the ball, but they haven't been able to because they've gotten down by so much so quickly. But what's been really, really annoying to me is how bad our defense is yeah. and how bad our special teams have been. Yeah. The Patriots special teams have finished with a negative DVOA for the first time in the Bill Belichick era. Yep. Um, they've just been pedestrian at best. They were bad again this week. They yep. cost themselves a, a, a huge, huge, huge penalty when Lawrence Guy lined up head over the center, uh, head over the uh, long snapper. Yep. That's been a rule for like eight years. Buddy. Lawrence Guy, you've been around for a long time. You're a captain. You can't do that. Nope. Um, they get a BS penalty on Brandon Bolden when the Dolphins fake us. That's not, on the, that's not really on the, the special teams. That was just a terrible call. Right. But um, it just has looked really sloppy. And the defense, man. Oof. Yuck. Matt Judon, Bruno. In weeks after week one, where he wasn't very good against Miami, we played 12 games, and he had 12 and a half sacks. Right. In 12 games. Defensive player of the year candidate, like he in was in the conversation. Yep, in the combo. The last four weeks, he has four quarterback pressures. That's it. In those twelve games I talked about, we had twelve and a half sacks. He had thirty pressures. Yeah. Where have you gone since the bye week? Hello, put Matt Judon, put Matt Judon on the milk cartons and ask where are you at? Missing. Missing. He's missing. <laughs> I'd like him not to be missing anymore. Right. Um, so I think my thing is the defense, they don't have, they're not, they're not mixing their pass rush with their secondary. The secondary has been really bad, whether it was Miles Bryant getting torched in the Buffalo game, whether it was, uh, um, the, the bills also just picking on the linebackers, whether it was JC Jackson blowing a coverage in this game versus, my, uh, Jalen Waddle to score the first touchdown for the dolphins. It just has not looked good. Um, and you know how we always say, like, all oh, the Patriots are usually ramping up as the season gets later and later. Well, they're not. They're, they quite literally limped to the finish line. Yeah. And Mac Jones, Bruno, in those three games, take the Jaguars game out. Uh, so we're talking the Colts, the Bills, and this game versus Miami has just over 50% completion percentage, which is pretty bad for Mac. That's his thing, accuracy. Uh, he has two more interceptions and touchdowns. So it's like... He's kind of limped to the finish line, too, and he had a couple little tantrums on the field in Miami on Sunday. It's like, I don't know if I like that heading into a playoff game, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know, Bernard. I, I'm a little nervous big picture right now. I'm a little nervous, too. Uh, one more small detail that you were texting me about that I agreed with. Do we know, um, because obviously we saw during this game, Barmore got hurt. Do we know? I haven't kept up with like what the latest on him is. I saw maybe so, an MRI came back that was like clean, but like it depends how he feels. So X-ray came back clean, MRI came back clean, shockingly, because he could put no right. weight on it, and he got carted off the field, and he was crying. Right. So I think he thought it was pretty serious. It has appeared not to be as serious. Okay. Um, he was listed. They didn't practice yesterday, but they had to give a. Um, an injury report right. that said, like, if you had practiced today, who would have played? Like, who would have practiced? Right. And he was li- he would have been limited yesterday. Okay. Today they practice. He was limited. Okay. Um, I would not expect Christian Barmore to play. Damn. I think you need him, but I wouldn't expect him to play. Also, of course we're playing on Saturday, too. Yep. Yep. Quite literally, of course. Also, 
Uh, Jalen Mills. Right. The, corner, the cornerback who has started opposite um, J.C. Jackson all season and has done fine. COVID. So he has a chance to test out of it, but more likely than not, he will be out in a game where you already have a depleted secondary. So who's excited to see Jawan Williams play starting cornerback? Your Woo-hoo. fucking favorite, Kurt. We just signed uh, Crevion LeBlanc back. Oh. back, back. So <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> he was good in the preseason like four years ago. So, hey, maybe Crevion will be out there Crevion, in the playoff baby. game. Can you imagine? We go from having Stephon <laughs> Gilmore and J.C. Jackson to having Crevion LeBlanc start LeBlanc. in the playoff game. Oh my that God. would be banana land. Would be banana land. Um, but that's about all I have for the Patriots game this week. Bruno, the, the pick six by Mac was bad, and then he, tur- he yeah. fumbled the ball on an exchange with Ted Karras. Uh, on the Patriot, on the Dolphins' 22-yard line. Yeah. So that ain't going to cut it. So he, here's what I'll say, Kurt. So everything you said I agree with. The offense and the defense, the offense is what it is at this point. The defense has been injured and not playing well. We basically, at this point, need to have a good start to win the game. Like, we just simply, like, it, we just need things to go right for us in the beginning for us to even be have a chance in the game. If we go down in any game in the playoffs, I don't see us coming back. So that's just a fact, right? We're not we're not one of those Tom Brady teams. You know, if this team goes down 28-3, to three, we're not coming back. That's just, you can almost write that in the, in the books, right? So here's what I'll say, Kurt. Uh, we have to resort to some of these other things. Number one, if we're being honest here, who has the pressure in this playoff game against the Bills? Certainly not the Patriots, considering that it's in Buffalo. The Bills won the AFC East, and they're supposed to supposed to take over, and they're supposed to do all this stuff and be Super Bowl contenders and all this stuff. So coming into Buffalo, no one is going to pick the Patriots to win. And, like, you could say for good reasons, right? But still, no one is picking us to win. Bill has a lot of bu- bu- bulletin board material to give to the team, right? And I'm sure they're all pissed that they limped into the playoffs. So that is one thing. Kurt, and if we're looking for signs anywhere else, you see that stat that uh, Alabama football and Patriots have never won the title in the same season, and Alabama yes. just lost? Yes. And it's going to be five degrees yeah. in the game. It doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of wind like it was in the last time we played at Buffalo. But nonetheless, very, very cold. And Bruno, <clears throat> why is that important? Run the football. Run the football, but Josh Allen like it when, likes it when it's hot out. Oh, true, true. Uh, average, so they did like a breakdown average temperature. Right. Game time temperature. When it's 75 degrees or more. Josh Allen averages 363 yards passing. Damn. When it's 51 degrees to 74 degrees, he averages 321 passing yards. Damn. When it, was, when it is 50 degrees or less, 50 degrees also is pretty hot. Yeah, that's pretty hot. <laughs> he averages 144 yards. What the fuck? Wait, is that this year or all time? This year. Oh, that is a dramatic drop-off. Jesus Christ. So... I'm glad it's going to be five degrees. Me too. I don't know how Jacksonville Mac will like that, but you know what? Just run the football. Yeah, run the football. football. Bruno, that's a good segue. Done with Patriots talk. Let's talk some playoffs, okay? Let's do it, baby. Okay, let's start with Saturday Saturday slate. Yep. The number one game, well, not number one, but the first game to kick off the playoffs. Yep. It's Raiders at Bengals, 4.30 p.m. Like we said, Raiders are in. They jump to the five seed. They're number five at number four. Bruno, I think the story for me, obviously the the Raiders, like you mentioned, do kind of feel like that team of destiny. But you're going up against Joe Burrow and the boys, who have kind of really exceeded expectations this season. What, what What's your little takeaway from this game? Um, so number one, I think he's fine. But I know Joe Burrow had that knee thing at the end of the, not this past game, but the game before that. That's kind of why he sat out this last game. So, again, we're assuming he's like not limited too much and he's able to play at his full strength. 
with that assumption, the Bengals should win this game, Kurt. Now, do teams of destiny always care about what should happen? No, that's why they're teams of destiny, right? But what I will say is that if you look at this game from like their season and resumes and stats and just the, the weapons that Joe Burrow and the offense have and how these teams have been playing, the Bengals should win this game. I think it could low-key be pretty interesting, though, because the Raiders, again, like even two weeks ago when they were playing the Colts, remember people were like, oh, yeah, the Raiders have no chance to beat the Colts. And then they did, right? The Raiders almost kind of put the Colts on the track to missing the playoffs, right? So who knows? I, I don't know. Could be an interesting game. Again, we're going to both be nervous because that's right before our game. So, like, we're going to be both watching that and our stomachs are going to be churning. But, you know, we're still going to watch it regardless. Well, and the thing, too, is I wanted to play the Bengals. Don't forget that. I wanted to play the Bengals. I so won't forget I'm, it, Kurt. I'm very interested to see how the Bengals come out looking in the, in the playoffs. They right. haven't been there in a long time. The whole group there has not been in the playoffs. So, right. I don't know. I think the Raiders are going in there with their little Vegas house money. And they're oh, yeah. going to gonna go give them a run for their money. That defensive line, man. They could get after Joe Burrow. He's not an incredibly mobile quarterback. Yep. Part of the reason I wanted to play the Bengals. Yep. But um, we're not playing the Bengals. Instead, we're playing after them. Yep. We're playing on Saturday night. Yep. Like we just talked about in Buffalo, 8-15 kickoff, Pats, Bills, number three Buffalo, number six New England, freezing cold, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Sean McDermott, Bill Belichick, round three, ding, ding, Bruno. All the pressure has to be on Buffalo. Yeah, and Kurt, like I said, that's going to be nice for us. And again, we did win in Buffalo, though it was due to that like monsoon. But like we still, we our win against them was in Buffalo, right? So that's some confidence too. We'll save a lot of it for the pick six, Kurt. But yep. don't write us off yet. Not guaranteeing anything, but don't write us off yet. Kurt, don't do it. You're writing okay. right now. I see you I, writing. Don't yeah, write us off. I was yet. slashing through the Patriots. <laughs> dead and gone. So yeah. Bruno, dead and gone. Uh, this goes to uh, the Sunday games now. Yep. Okay, Sunday, January 16th. The Eagles at the number two seed Buccaneers. Uh, one o'clock kickoff game. I think this is put in this time slot because I think a lot of people don't expect it to be close. Yep. I would just say hold on a second. Again, we'll get into this, but yeah. I think I think the Eagles have greatly exceeded expectations this season. So they're hot. They're hot. And in that Thursday night football game they played earlier in the year, the Eagles only lost by like less than a touchdown. They were in the game. So I'd expect this game to be sneaky close. I don't know what you think about this one. Yeah, I would liken it almost to I think it's gonna be almost like the Carolina game that just happened where like low key the the Panthers were kinda like close slash up seven to three and like competitive with the Bucks for a while, and then the Bucks. I don't know if it was just in the second half or at a certain point they just turned it on and figured it out. I think it's going to be a close first half probably. Like they're both they're going to be feeling each other out again. Let's not forget the Bucks have like a million injuries, right? Especially on wide receivers. So like we're that's something that you have to talk about, right? But at the end of the day, I agree with you. I think the Bucks are going to have more than enough to to win the game, but it might be closer than what people think. Yep, I agree, my friend. Anyway, brings us to the middle game on Sunday: 49ers at the Cowboys. 4:30 kickoff, Bruno. We weren't we weren't even on this planet yet, but back in the day, this was the marquee matchup in the NFC: 49ers um, and Cowboys, two of the powerhouses in the in the league, going at it. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward to 2022, here we are. They're going out again in Jerry World. Oh yeah, Bruno. We talking about Uncle Mo. 49ers are bringing him with them. They're mm. bringing him along for the ride. So oh, yeah. I don't know. This game, man, I don't know. It's going to be spicy. Kurt, what about Nomentum? Uncle No. Who's got Nomo? I'm just saying that's the opposite. You were saying anti, what would you say, anti-Joe? I'm just saying <laughs> Uncle Nomentum. Mo and Aunt Joe. <laughs> so, Kurt, I'll just put the file that away in your head for later. Kurt, Uncle Mo and Aunt No is what it should have been. There it is. Mm. There it is. We figured it out by the end. Good on us. Um, Kurt, 
simply put, and maybe this is just me, this is the game of the weekend for me. I think this is the most exciting. I think this is probably the closest matchup you could possibly have. Maybe you could say Cardinals-Rams, but like not for good reasons because both those teams kind of stink. But to Ugh. me, the 49ers are hot. The Cowboys, outside of a puzzling loss to the Cardinals, have put up 50 points in two of their last three games. I think this could be low-key the game of the weekend. And, Kurt, it would not surprise me if the 49ers said, Uncle Mo, we're taking our tour bus. We're taking the Pineapple Express on another ride for another weekend. They beat the Cowboys. But, Kurt, we will see. At least the Cowboys are playing at home. They got that going for them. Yes, they do. Brennan, we're going to go quick through these last two. Sunday night game, Steelers at the Chiefs, 8-15. Uh, Steelers just happen to be there. Yep. 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 That's and, it. I have nothing. Yep, that's yep. okay. Monday, the Monday night game. Well, apparently they're a little they're a little these two teams are a little mad they're playing on Monday. Are they? Um yeah. Oh. Cardinals at the Rams, eight fifteen. Bruno, I will just say this for these two sorry ass franchises. <laughs> um they're like, Oh, we have a short week. Okay, hold on. The team's playing on Saturday this week, have a short week this week. Yeah. You have a short week next week. You also have more time to prepare for your opponent this Monday. Yeah. So I don't want to hear shit no. out of these two teams. Yeah. So, no. yeah, go go pound sand. I hope you both lose. Yeah. How about that? That's true. Uh, well, Kurt, I, I don't know. I like Matt Stafford, and I like Matsky. I have another friend, Max, who I go to UConn with, and he's a diehard Cardinals fan. So I don't know who I want to root for. Hopefully for these teams, Kurt, both quarterbacks and teams play well. If it's just like they both play well and it's not some shitty game where, you know, Stafford throws four picks or Cardinals shit down their leg, hopefully both these teams play well. That's what I'm hoping for. Yes. Bruno, We talked. you talked about it briefly. You think – your your best game of the weekend is 49ers at Cowboys. I, so for all of these that we're going to do, we're not including Patriots-Bills. So that not that I would have chose that, but I'm just saying best game of the schedule, not including Patriots, 49ers-Cowboys, that's my pick. Me too. It's not even close. It's yep. going to be the best game of the weekend, I think, even if you included Patriots-Bills. Right. Bruno, on the flip side, worst game. I think for me it is the easiest thing on here. It is the Steelers and the Chiefs. Yeah, that's also the biggest blowout because that's one of them that we were going to do as well, if we're going to be honest. I don't. I mean, maybe Bucks eagles for biggest blowout to me, but like I would still say Chiefs-Steelers is the biggest blowout. I agree. Oh? What are you about to say? Don't no, fucking say what you're about to say. We're not Actually including in the game, but like don't if, fucking if say the Patriots that. Kurt, Kurt, in it. I'm officially you're a hater. No, you're a hater. <laughs> it would have potential. To you're be a hater. Well. Nope, you're a hater. We get down thirty to nothing, and then there's nothing else to do. You're a hater. Bruno, who has the best chance at pulling an upset this week? So I'm not gonna pull. I'm not gonna say Four Niners Cowboys because we just said that like a hundred times. I think honestly, I mean some of the other upset. Like I don't know the seeds, but like. Probably the I guess the other one would be the Cardinals Rams to me I think because I guess the Cardinals are technically is that five four, yeah Cardinals so, are the road dogs yeah so like again it's not like the biggest upset in the world but like I could just uh, that to me if we're talking about just a, a lower seed winning I could just easily see the Rams shitting the bed so mine's easy Raiders I don't or believe that. in the Bengals so I I'm rocking I could, I could potential I could potentially wink wink nudge nudge pick six. See the Raiders knocking off the Bengals. Kurt, I can't wait for the pick six this week because there are exactly six games. Yeah, well, that's kind of math. suspicious. Um, Don't but... be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be exciting, Kurt. Bruno, uh, we we did a great job getting through all that. Yep. Um, but we have time for one more thing. Ooh, I don't you know, know what, what that is. is. I, I, I don't, Kurt. Can you please enlighten me what that is, Kurt? Bruno, it's time for the goddamn Stats Guy segment. Let's go. Hi, boys. What's going on? Ayo. Lots of things. Lots of things. Lots of things living in this brain of mine. Mm. Big brain shit. And I'll tell you, not a lot of the things have to do with stats for today. <laughs> That's good, because we have two things we're going to start with that are not stats related we have for you. Yes. Oh, no. So number, number one. one. No, 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 Bruno. No, no. Oh, you got number one? Okay, I'll yeah, get number yeah, two. Yeah, number I'll one. Number two. 
From this point forward, you are stats guy Sacagawea. Yep. Don't ask why. You just are. Lead us. You'll have to listen to the pod. You just lead us, okay, Sacagawea? Yes, sir. Great. Great. We are Lewis and Clark reporting for duty. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> number True. two, Bruno, take it away. <laughs> All right. So, um, Abby, stats guy, uh, person it's who does our stats. Sacagawea. Sacagawea. I was getting there. I was going to do that last, but thank you. Oh, you beat me to it. Um, as many have noted, we just got a new sponsor, uh, High Noon. Everybody on this podcast, it's their absolute favorite drink to have. We all are in complete agreement there. So, Stats Guy, between watermelon and pineapple and black cherry and grapefruit, I need your power rankings of which ones are your fav- favorite to least favorite, one being your favorite. Kurt has done it. I have done it. We're in disagreement. We need you to settle the score. Absolutely easy peasy am i going from favorite to least favorite of all Fa- four favorite to least favorite and again black cherry grapefruit watermelon and pineapple i'm gonna fire them off okay wait did lewis and or clark predict what my favorites would be or did you guys just vote and i'm kind of the tiebreaker no i have no idea that's guy hold on that's guy cover your eyes for a second i'm gonna mouth to bruno okay okay i uh, yeah, yep stats guy one through four yeah go. one through four uh easy right right there at the top Black cherry. Let's number fucking two, go. Watermelon. Number three, <laughs> pineapple. If there could be a number 492, <laughs> I would nominate grapefruit. Grapefruit is the oh, acid flavor <laughs> of any food or drink, period. It oh, tastes oh. like the smell of a ripe armpit. It mm. is horrible. Every well. time I have anything grapefruit flavored, it feels like there's oh. a sock in my mouth. And one well, of one of per- someone who just ran a marathon. Lewis, Lewis and Sacagawea agree. Yes, Black Cherry is by one. far right, the best. All right, Clark, get out. This <laughs> is my this. podcast You're now. You're right. Well, I said pineapple was number one. And I, and I had guessed you were going to say watermelon. Yeah, he guessed you were going to say watermelon. So I thought you were just going to ask me between watermelon and pineapple because those are the first two that you held up. And I, I would have said watermelon in that circumstance, obviously, because yeah. I ranked it above pineapple. But then you came in and you hit me with a black cherry. Of course. And black cherry was my number me, two. Me, I will select black cherry yeah. as my cherry, top favor flavor for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was black. No, I was pineapple, black cherry, watermelon. And then I said grapefruit. Uh, like steep decline than grapefruit? Yeah. No one likes grapefruit. Okay. Um, also, what was not listed in the options was any sort of like berry flavor, which I think I would have weaseled. High noon don't have that. I'm not talking about high noon. We're talking about seltzers generally. I said we are if high. I were we to have we a power flavor, is high noon. If there's a flavor of anything, <clears throat> I would choose black cherry. Wait, let's rephrase this. So, what suggestions for high noon to make a flavor are you saying, Sats guy? Let's. There we go. Sponsor talk. Well, they also well, have a, a peach. Lime. There's a which lime. There's a peach. Good. Yeah. Okay. Peach is very good. There we go. Peach, Peach I think would be my I would number two. Sorry, Black Cherry. With watermelon. Peach is pretty good, I will admit. Very pleasant. Pineapple, peach, black cherry. I said what I said. Oh, I didn't Kurt. stutter. Black cherry is clear. Kurt, no I crumbs. simply don't know if your mic's on. No, it's I'm hearing Kurt. I'm hearing Kurt, but it's not at the quality that I normally hear him. It sounds like he's talking into his laptop mic. I don't hear you as clearly. Could be a me issue, but I do hear Brune Dog Lord Brune. Mm the same quality that I normally do week to week. Whatever, Sacagawea. Just leave, get the map and let's leave this thing forward. <laughs> All right, so thank you for bearing with us. Um, we would like I to explore now. I make a suggestion. Oh, I thought, okay, yeah, suggestion. <sighs> Wildberry. Ooh, that would be exciting. You're because a truly blueberry, copier. Blueberry-flavored things, 
is like blueberry has a flavor, but it's not the flavor of blueberries. You hear me? Agreed. What? Agreed. Raspberries kind of do. Strawberries kind of do. So I, do like I always love a wild berry because it's not blueberry forward. True. You know? True. That's it. All right. Well, uh, thanks to High Noon again for sponsoring this podcast. And now, Sakajuia, if you could lead us to the promised land to your stat that hopefully we will get there and arrive at. Well, it's going to be a journey, just like the one Lewis right. and Greg went on themselves. Um, <laughs> because I'll tell you what my intention was for today's stat. Maybe these are things that you guys already know, but my research didn't really lead me to many conclusions. <clears throat> the question yeah. that began my scientific method okay. was, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to word this, how I'm asking myself in my head. Okay. So bear with me, strap in, buckle up. Oh, fuck. What okay. is the team that has won a Super Bowl that had the worst record that season like obviously if a team has a horrible record they're not even making it to the playoffs but like out of the teams that make it to the playoffs and then coincidentally continue to advance out of luck it, or whatever it may be my first takeaway is the new york giants yeah i was gonna say the wild card giants right what was their record this season that they won the Super like Bowl? seven and nine yeah seven, seven and nine, nine or eight and eight one of those two wild pants um, is that what they were? I have no idea. Wait, I didn't what? look. But what are we okay. doing here? Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm even... saying. Like, I tried asking that question into my oh, Google search bar oh, a couple uh, different ways, and it didn't really tell oh, me. It just okay, kind of gave it, me a it. bunch of information about who's favored to win got this it, year. Got it, got it. Okay. So, like, every year, obviously, because of the win probabilities. and They were 9-7 like... and seven in 2011. Okay, and we're... And they won the Super Bowl We're 10-7. and seven. Yep. So... What I'm hearing is that we might win the Super Bowl this year. You know? Um, well, slim chances, I think. No, nope. nope. don't write us off yet. Not impossible. Nothing okay. is impossible. Mission my, impossible. My, uh, where I was hoping this would go was then yes. figuring out what our actual percentage was for the pitter-patter Patriots to win the Super Bowl this year because I'm a optimistic uh, gal. Oh, so you were looking at some odds. That's guy. Yeah. Oh. Like, what is the worst record? Okay, our be- record is better than that. Well, has it's... this happened before? Really, like, has a team that has gone ten and seven won a Super Bowl before? Was like probably should have been my first question. Well, compare because this is the first year with seventeen games, so comparably, yes, nine and seven True. has won the Super Bowl. Ten and six definitely has. So, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I don't know. Did you find? <laughs> did you find our odds to win the Super Bowl? Like, what did what the I Vegas? did. Um, and for the people listening, I'm so sorry that this is gonna be how I deliver this information. I'm the ready. current odds of the <laughs> Patriots uh, winning the Super Bowl is plus two thousand. Yeesh. You want yeah, it to be the Green Bay great. Packers in comparison is plus. 375. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good odds. Yeah, it's pretty good odds. Yeah. Which is surprising. And honestly, for no other football reason besides I hate Aaron Rodgers, mm. I pray to God they don't win the Super Bowl. Oh. Though I do love friends from the North and I do love cheese. I love cheese as well. Big cheese guy. Um, I think the Pats are going to pull the upset, though. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Well, last I am time, always you rooting for the underdog, and never once in my life have I ever referred to the Patriots as the underdog, know, but obviously in this yeah. circumstance, they kind of are the underdog. 
underdog. Yeah, it's not really. Combat. I am ninety percent sure about what I'm wearing on Saturday, and it oh. simply won't be the same outfit that I wore the last time Please the don't. Bills faced the Patriots. Yeah, that sweatshirt I bought you. Yep, yep, yep. Not great news. But <laughs> what I wore when I predict the twenty-eight to three Patriots <laughs> win over the Jaguars at halftime. Oh, yeah. Uh, was an excellent outfit and brought us brought us massive success. Of course. So, of course. my stitions are pointing me in that same direction. Love that. Love that. Kurt, thoughts? This has been absolutely not robust. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm no, picking. Do you want me to tell you the order of the odds of the teams? To should we guess? Do we want to yeah. try to guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trivia. Wait, Kurt. If we look at the playoff, you know, on our on our sheet, we have the playoff matchups. We can look at. Yeah. We can look at that. I think number two after the so the, are the Packers one are they the best odds stats guy? Unfortunately, okay. Stink number like two, blue Kurt, cheese, though. Are we thinking Chiefs number two. For me, it's Packers one, Chiefs, Chiefs two, Bucks, Bucks three, third, Cowboys mm. fourth. Mm. No, you don't think so. Are you looking for me to give you some sort of it's body Cowboys. language to confirm or deny? Because <laughs> I won't give it. Okay. It's Cowboys or Bills for me. You think Bills over Cowboys? Did I stutter? Uh, I would put Cowboys over Bills. You aren't the best at articulating, so. <laughs> shut your mouth. All right. Well, let's start here. Is is I'll it Packers? Come, I'll come through there and shut it for you. Is it Packers one, Chiefs two, Bucks three, in that order, Satsuki? Simply no. Oh, it's not. What is it? Who's two? Wait. Green Bay Packers. Oh, you know who we're forgetting because they're not on this fucking thing? The Titans. Oh, yeah. We're forgetting the one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're forgetting Hold the on. You brought me to a good point. A podcast or two ago, Bruno. Yep. You referenced me. Thank you so much for giving me more attention than I deserve. Of course. And said that the Tennessee Titans were my favorite football team oh, because God. of one of their players. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew East. East. Yeah, whatever his fucking name is. Andrew Johnson. No, whatever, Andrew. Sean Johnson. Johnson, Though feminism, maybe he can take her last name. Okay. Um, (laughs) He actually never played for the Titans. So I just love him because they live in Nashville. Okay. Well, you know what? Thank you for referencing my reference of you. Thank you. (laughs) Continue. Do we think the Titans, Wait, so who was one? One is the Packers. We said that already, right? Yeah. So two is not the Chiefs, you're saying? No. No, I said two is the Chiefs. Oh, I was asking you if that's so You were three. wrong on number three. Okay, so right, three. Right, and you guessed the box, right. which is incorrect. Okay. So it's the Titans? Mm, also, no. The Bills. Really? Bills. Kurt, credit to you. I am shocked that they're that high on that list. Then it has to be the okay. Titans. Titans. No, simply Bucks. no. Bucks. Bucks. Yep. Titans. Yes, and I will say that they Cowboys, are Rams. plus 800, so they're technically tied. Cowboys, Rams. Rams, Cowboys. Hmm. Bengals? Yes, my favorite football team. You keep saying that. Um, <laughs> Wait, are the Patriots last? 49ers. 49ers. Or no, nope. Eagles are probably last. No, the Steelers are last. Oh, Steelers, right. I forgot the Steelers. So, Bengals, then whomst? You said 49ers, and I said no. Patriots. Yes. 49ers. Yes. We're above the 49ers. That is fucking Yeah, hilarious. boy, according Cardinals. to this one website. Yeah. What Cardinals. website are you on? <laughs> uh, oddshark.com slash NFL. Sounds, how about the one I sent you? Did it, have we looked at that one? It doesn't list them like this, as clearly. Okay, Cardinals. Correct. I'm on a roll. Yeah, Kurt, keep going. 
Um, so all we have left are the Raiders, the Eagles, and the Steelers, right? Correct. I think Eagles over okay. Raiders, right? I'd go, I'd go Raiders, Eagles, Steelers. What would Lewis and Clark tell me if I said both of you are wrong? Yikes. Steelers have a higher... Do not tell me the Steelers are number one under the top of the house. Raiders, Steelers, Eagles. Though I will say that the odds of the Steelers and the Eagles are the same at plus 6,500. Though the Steelers are listed above the Eagles. Yeah. So, okay. Bye, Eagles, bye. Damn. Roasted. (laughs) Nice. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. All right. All right. Well, there we go. Now That's, we know the whole Super Bowl. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it sounds like the Pats are clinching the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's already won. I think we've literally won the They are the perfectly nestled right in the middle of that list. Here's what I'll say. Yep. Say it. Don't Over. let us win this weekend. Huh? Don't let us win this weekend. Because if we do, I'm going to start talking my Super Bowl bullshit. Don't let us win this weekend. Because then I will somehow convince myself that we will go to Tennessee and we will beat the Titans. And then I will convince myself that we will win the AFC Championship game and we will meet Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yep. Where Julian Edelman yep. just placed I a $100,000 that. bet that it will be Bucks Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, Jules wants mom and dad in the Super Bowl. Who's mom? Bill? Definitely Bill. <laughs> um, Kurt, don't let us win game four because then we got Schilling game five. Game six back home and game seven, anything can happen. Or, no, it's I, Pedro in game five. Oh, Pedro in game five. Schilling yeah. game six and anything <laughs> can happen in game, game seven. seven. Yes. Um, here's a question. Can you walk me through the sequence of the next couple weeks? Um, Wild card game this weekend. Wild card games this weekend. Right. Next weekend is the divisional round. So the number one teams play. They play the lowest seed left. Right. So if somehow the Chiefs win, I mean, somehow the Steelers beat the Chiefs, the Steelers are the seven seed, so they automatically play the Titans, the number one seed. Okay. So they play the so the number one team plays the lowest seed in the other game in that division. Yeah, like March Madness. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because mm, that's kind bracket. That so it's different. This is just the lowest remaining seed goes to okay. play the one seed. Yep. And then the two in the middle play each other, and then the winner of those two games meet in the championship round the week after. Yep. So there's only two championship games. Yep. The AFC championship, the NFC championship. The winner goes to the Super Bowl. Yep. So how many more weeks of football do we have? Four. <gasps> that's so many. That's so exciting. I love football. I feel like that's nothing, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought we had, like, next weekend. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying to make this super wild card weekend, but it's wild card weekend, divisional round, championship round, Super Bowl. So super Bowl. when the Pats beat the Bills this weekend, yep. are the Bills out? Yeah. Dead and gone. Elimination. Dunzo McTunzo. Dunzo McTunzo, baby. <laughs> I would love to send the Bills home with a red ass. Just goodbye, Josh. That would be Just awesome. Go jump on a fire. What? I don't oh, know. they do that in the they parking lot. <laughs> they do. Bills Mafia jumps on tables on fire. Yeah, yeah. On fires. On fire. Through the tables. Yeah. Well, they're going to need some fires in the parking lot this weekend because it's going to be ice, ice, baby. It's going to be Definitely. freezing. I think that my boys, Mandre and David Andrew, uh, can handle it. So Ooh, Dave Andrews, those are the up. only two people you need to win a football game. Honestly, honestly, that's it. Who else? Do I you said it need? here first. And um, all I want for my birthday is a Patriots win. That's it. Hmm. My boy, Winkovich. Winovich. 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 And he doesn't play much. <laughs> but he was the same number as 
Ninkovich, which is right. why I really love that guy. Yes. Um, oh, Ninkovich. Are you done, Satsuka? Sacagawea? Have you led us to the, the destination? Sacagawea has reached the destination. Lewis and Clark. Thank God. We have found new land. <laughs> yeah. Is that what she did? I don't know. I think they went west, right? They went somewhere. They went west. All, I know that much. <laughs> east, west, or Blue Jackets, Kurt? Blue Jackets. Okay, sounds good. All the time. Of course. Secondary I would not have understand. left the chat. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, that's our cue. Uh, thank you to the millions of listeners out there. Stats got another fucking A-plus segment. Stop. What? Right here. Okay. I don't like that you interrupted me in my closing segment. So it's better I'm just... so sorry. It's playoff season, so anything can happen. I, um... Last week, was it? Was it the week before? Or was that my sick week? Not sure. But I was like, oh, my God, I had a sponsor. Now I can't think of what the sponsor oh, was. Oh, you did say that. I remember you saying I that. I remembered the sponsor. Okay, who was it? DraftKings. Because they <laughs> blessed us with the suite that we got to watch the Patriots True. wipe the Jags assholes 50 to 3. I, I don't know why wipe I said that. that. No, me either. Sorry. Thank you to the DraftKings, my favorite sponsor, my even more favorite sponsor, High Noon. Take it away, Bruno. Thank you so much. All right. So High Noon, DraftKings, uh, Tostitos, uh, BetterHelp.com, uh, Monster. Uh, not that Labatt. Not not Labatt beer. Labatt. That one. That because one. that's the that's the Buffalo right. beer. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Buffalo. Um, well, a light. A light lager. <laughs> some, some lagers. We're lager, lager people. Um, so yeah, thank you to a millions of sponsors, millions of fans, millions of listeners. Kurt, we have to figure out pick six because there's Saturday games, so we will... Bruno, what day is my birthday? Oh, fuck. I forgot I was going to do that. You uh, don't want to do a pick six on your birthday? That sounds like the ultimate gift. Well, Sats guy, Depends hush. on the success of Saturday. Sorry. Sats. Oh, so it's Saturday? You just told him the game, the day, you idiot. <gasps> yeah, Sats guy, that was tough. Oh, the 15th. Bruno, oh, yeah, thank no, you. it's yeah, the yeah. 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds yeah. good. All right, well, Sats Guy, thanks for ruining that. that. So, you know, we're just, yeah, we're having it. We are back at it again. Um, but you know what? We're having a great time here, folks. As always, can I in. kick her from the chat? Yeah, just How do I kick her? Yeah, just, yeah. Just I already told you I left the chat. Yeah, she's left the chat. So, uh, Kurt, we hopefully the Patriots won't be leaving the playoffs, but tune into the pick six to see what Kurt and I predict for the Patriots and the rest of the teams. But for now, Kurt, we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Pineapple is better. What?